This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Marvel Pricing. Yeah, it was $3.99 for a little while. Now it's $4.99 for some things. But do you think you've got us figured out? Oh no. It's also $5.99 sometimes. But don't don't get too comfortable. Sometimes it'll be $6.99, maybe $7.99. There's no reason. Well, there's a quote-unquote anniversary issue, maybe, or, you know, an extra-sized issue, which is like five more pages. You know, let's stop messing around. We all know we're going to go straight to nine ninety nine, and there's nothing you can do about it, because we'll do what we want, okay? So just buy the comic and shut your mouth. We're Marvel! Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 771 for comics originally releasing. What is it now? October the 11th and October the 12th. My wow. Goodness. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this Tuesday and Wednesday, what's going on, Drew? We missed a week. Yeah, you know, I, I feel really bad. Um, Getting some grief from listeners about Ooh. the fact that uh, I work on, I've been having to work on Saturdays and I can't stay up. I have to get my eight. Um, so I'm a so zombie. And so I, I, I canceled on you last week. And this week I have to work again tomorrow early. Mm-hmm. But I, but, you know, I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah. I've been getting grief from listeners. And Kyle, you you go with like a half hour of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> Two hours yeah, yeah. Give me time, good 45 and minutes and a little bit of meth and I'll be all right. No worries. For so, decades, yeah. you have gone without sleep. Hey, and... I shortened my lifespan a ton, but hey. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, if Kyle can do it. I can suck <laughs> it up for the listeners and I can <laughs> go with less than optimal sleep. And my my performance will suffer at work. Uh, could lose my job, you know, and it'll be all the listeners' fault. But you know, <laughs> I'm here for you right now. Oh. You know, so yeah, I thought I thought we, I can't I can't cancel again, and I don't think I'll have to work another Saturday for a while. I'm hoping, not good. Gotcha. Not good. Everybody say a little prayer for me. No more That's right. Saturdays, um, so I can get well, back into some kind of. Schedule. Well, wait a minute. You're going on vacation though, pretty soon, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, we're we're out of the uh, we're, we're we're we've got a holiday camping for Halloween coming up, but uh, we'll be fine. I'll figure it out. It's all <laughs> good. <laughs> but, but yeah, besides that, yeah, it's been crazy. Um, glad we're back. Let's talk. Let's talk some comics. What's happening? Yeah, I'm gonna help cheer you up a little bit here. I have a uh, an email from our good friend Jason in Hawaii, of course. The, the other man that helps us out on this podcast with some spectacular, wonderful interviews. He says, last Friday, September the 30th, was International Podcast Day. Drew, did you know that? I did not. He said he wants to wish uh, us guys, you and I, a belated happy International Podcast Day. Thank you very much for doing the podcast. This is the podcast I look forward to every Saturday, he says. And he also has Plus a couple shout-outs. 
says, do I want to give Drew and myself a big mahalo for letting him be a part of the podcast. And he wants to thank Drew for all his hard work behind the scenes. This ranges from editing the episodes, cleaning up the sound, writing promos, and sometimes putting up with Jason's crazy demands on when to release certain interviews and episodes. Thank he is pretty demanding. Much. <laughs> <laughs> he also like, wants to thank... to be released on the 12th. Uh, between the hours of 4 and 4.30 because <laughs> of this, that, and the other thing. If you can do it. If you can do it. Like, but you better right. do it. But you better do it. <laughs> he also wants to thank David, Hannah, and Pamela of Superfan Productions and Barbara Dillon of Fanbase Press for helping set up some of these awesome interviews as well. And finally, thank you to all the listeners for their time and everything. And just wanted to wish us a happy International Podcast Day, Drew. Yes, uh, we are international. We are all over the world. Thank you, Jason. Um, we appreciate everything you do for us. You get some great creators on there that do Absolutely. some awesome things. And it's been inspiring. The enthusiasm that you have for the medium inspires us and keeps me energized doing this stuff. So trying to port more and more of our pro- of our podcasts over to our YouTube channel to live on after we're dead. Uh, and nobody's <laughs> nobody's paying the server fees anymore at Potomatic. I was just like, ah, oh, they're they're all gonna they're all gonna go away, you know? They'll all be gone forever. But and Google like, will always be there. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe, but it, they they could all just disappear, right? So no, YouTube is you, Google, is what I meant. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just. I don't know if you'll be able to find them when when we're dead and gone. And you know, wouldn't that be a shame, right? Oh, yeah. So nobody wants that now. So at least I want to get all of Jason's over onto YouTube and some of ours. I don't know. Some of ours are pretty, um, I don't know if all 700 need to be ported over. (laughs) That could be a challenge. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, we, we enjoy Jason's contribution and the the fact that he uh, has such an enthusiasm for comics and, Absolutely, the comics and it keeps it keeps it positive. We love that because uh, you know sometimes Kyle's not so positive. No, lately uh, as we jump through these previews, which we're about to do, it's become the <laughs> Kyle rips apart the industry thing, and which I don't mean. It's just kind of I'm just uh, I'm, I calls them lacks I sees them as I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know we didn't get any feedback about the DC shredding from two weeks ago, <laughs> and the, the you know. Either everyone just nodded in tacit agreement or are like too tired to fight back. I don't know. Nobody is a second cousin of these horrible artists. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were there were some bad ones, but maybe Marvel will do a better job for us. Hey, let's find out. Of course, Drew and I love to go through the previews catalog that comes out um in order to kind of dig through and find out what we want to do for our order or just look at what's coming out, what's going on, kind of get a little bit of a gleam of what's next, what's new and what we're looking forward to. Of course, we're looking through an October solicit for Marvel that is coming out in December. How is Marvel going to wrap up 2022 with a bang, with a whimper or with 195 books? I'll let you guys <laughs> guess. And yeah. of course it starts with dark web. So we are making uh, uh Spider-Man Gothic now, I guess. So we shall see. We'll see what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. Our first offering is Timeless Number One by Jed McKay, and it's got some Kang the Conqueror in it. 
And we're going to do a variant cover of Miss Minutes. So which we've from... done before, which hit fire. So now we are like, hey, let's see if we can catch fire again. Yeah, it caught fire back when Loki was out. When was that? <laughs> February? Yeah. I'm not sure that it's still as hot as Marvel thinks it is. Um, so if anybody's looking for the fourth uh, cover appearance of Miss Marvel, here we go. Miss Minutes, yeah. Or Miss Minutes, sorry. Yeah, so it's a uh, Ted McKay, Laroca, Greg Land, Patch Zerka. Patch Zerka, should I know that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's done, he's done a bunch, bunch of stuff. Cool. Uh, so, Last uh, Battle of Clang the Conqueror. Fifty-six pages, only six bucks. Again, Marvel pulling it back to us a little bit there. So just a one shot, just a one shot. Yeah. Then Zeb Wells will give us Dark Web number one with Adam Kubert on art and a cover. We're getting um, several covers with Momoko's, Baldion, Stegman, various variants. And this is the two most famous clones ever are back to take what's theirs. Ben Riley and Madeline Pryor have had enough and are reigning, reigniting the Inferno. Spider-Man and the X-Men are not ready for what's coming and what role does venom have in all of this sun is setting dusk is approaching and it's going to be a long night also one shot five bucks 40 pages ben riley is so stupid what are we doing here you, you're not a fan we know that the clone saga was a absolute comic book yeah and we're just just don't stay away i believe they ha- it has its fans yeah, just like, you know, DC's favorite Robin, but that's also a mistake. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of slack for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the, that take, that take is, uh, actually, Robin is a lot of people's favorite. Uh, Tim Drake is a lot of people's favorite Robins. And, not, um, not, not I'm getting beat up. I'm getting not beat a, up. Not a chance. Not it's a true. Chance. Well, you think they're just posing? Yeah, I I, I think they feel sorry for him and they think I'm picking on him and they want to come to his aid. But when you stack him up against any of the other of the Robins, he just doesn't stack up. No, they were making good arguments. There's no meat on the blood. That's 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 like saying, no, 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 no. That uh, that dollar forty nine a pound strip steak is my favorite steak. It's not. It's just what you can afford. (laughs) You like the ribeye. You should eat <laughs> No, come on. You want that porterhouse. You yeah. really, really it, want yeah, porterhouse. No doubt. Absolutely. Uh, I, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. We've been lulled into enjoying tiny houses. We shouldn't want to live in tiny houses. <laughs> we shouldn't want to live in regular size houses because <laughs> we, we shouldn't settle for tiny houses, people. That's right. No, so it's don't settle for. You're poor. We get it. It's okay. I'm, I'm poor too. I get it. <laughs> don't just don't don't like Tim Drake. <laughs> He's not your favorite Robin. Yeah, <laughs> and don't live not. in a tiny house. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> the, the the wealthy people are tricking you. <laughs> don't let them trick you. Uh. More amazing so, Spider-Man. More Wells. More Zeb Wells. Yeah. And this time uh, he's battling Chasm. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of all these stinking. <laughs> We're just taking the tertiary characters and then throwing them all together and being like, "Hey, anybody like this?" And the answer is, yeah, "What about this?" No. Uh, no. 
Venom, Venom with 14. all black cover. And what, what is this weird extreme Marvel variant cover? We're just giving them bazookas and making them G.I. Joes? What is going on? Didn't you like this at one point, though? Weren't extreme? You like... No, that, I like extreme in my Mountain Dew, but not in my covers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat. That sounds yes. good. That's more yes, my I speed. Like. And we're getting obviously my boy, back at the helm. My boy J. Scott Campbell on cover there. Can't beat that. Is that who that is? Yes, that's very nice. Oh, I recognize that a mile away. Yeah. And we got Mary Jane logo. with the jackpot in front of her. Oh, gotta love it all. Yeah, it's it's very this is very nice. And um I'll read this. I'll read this. We found one that I'll read. I'm not sure if I'm reading Dark Web or not. Maybe. You are if you're reading this, because this is a dark web title. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. You see it in the top right? But I don't want to cross over, Kyle. I don't want to be an X-Men oh, book. we're not done. We're crossing over with X-Men, with X-Men 1, with X-Men 2. Jesus. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I just want to read my books. So we've gone okay. from AVX or AVM or EVABAM, and now we're in Dark Web. So X-Men Yeah, I was so excited it. because I thought, well, ASM has done their crossover with AVX. So Spidey's going to come back. He's not going to come back. He's going to come back for a, an issue, and then he's going to go to dark web stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I like my dark web in the corners of the internet, not in my books. Yes, exactly. So here's Weird. the checklist. Mm. Here's the checklist. We've got December and January. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 16, 17, 18 when you add the two from February. So we got like, what did I just say? Nearly 20. Mm-hmm. Nearly 20 books being taken over by the dark web. Yeah. I don't want to do that event. Will I be able to read my books and, and pick and choose, or will I be just lost? I'll pause be lost on Spider Man and wait till it's real Spider Man again. Kyle, I'm telling you, I'm going to be in single digits in Marvel if I'm not careful. If I, if Ooh, I pause wow. any too many, I'll. I I think I'm like at 10, 11, 11 Marvel books a month. There was a time where you were in double digits for just spider books, and now you're <laughs> uh, right. So I don't want to I don't want to pause too many because I don't read that much. Yeah. There, and I want to. Uh, we, we have dark web number one, dusk, dark web finale in February, dawn from dusk till dawn. Does that mean vampires? Yes, it does. Yeah. Now I would say maybe. It, I could be rescued by this iron, this new Iron Man that's coming out. Hey. We've got Jerry, Jerry Duggan doing it. But I, do I like Jerry Duggan? I'm not sure I do. And it looks like it's like a retelling of old school Iron Man. Like we started, we really starting it all over again. It looks like it. Tony Stark, the genius billionaire playboy philanthropist, has lost all his wealth, his fame, his friends. But Stark doesn't realize he still has so much more to lose, especially when the assassins start to come for him. It's the beginning of the end as the Golden Avenger must fight for his life and find out what it really means to hit rock bottom. Yeah. Um, but. I guess all all Marvel comics are five dollars now. Is that what we're, what we're doing? <laughs> Hold the line. It never mind. But we could do the Invincible Iron Man. What's that? Oh, that's a that's a variant cover. Yeah, that's a re-recover. Looks like a re-recover. Gotcha. 
Get them while you can. And we're going to relaunch Miles Morales with Cody mm-hmm. Ziggler, a new number one. I like these two peach, bo- peach covers, though. No, you don't. I do. You've just been lawed into assault. <laughs> You've just been lawed into it. Yes. You think you do. Yeah, I don't like Scorpion, but yeah, I, I, I like Peach books. Trial by Spider. Spider-Man faces the strongest superpowered foes and most dangerous gauntlets the multiverse can throw his way. And every time Miles Morales falls, he rises again stronger than before. So who's do, who's writing this? Uh, that would be Cody Ziggler. Oh. Oh. And also, uh, there are cat variants. That usually makes you happy. Yeah, it usually does. I'm not as happy with this one, but not too shabby. I'm not again it. Uh, facsimile of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Interesting. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we're facsimiling a 2011 book. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yep. Is it really only 11 years old? Ultimate Comic Spider-Man 2011 number one. Wow. Wow. Miracle Man uh, gives us the Silver Age number three. Avengers 63. Maybe I should hop back onto Avengers. Maybe I can get into Avengers again. I don't see Moon Knight anywhere on it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can. Maybe I can read things without Moon Knight. It's possible. <laughs> Probably not going to be able to read Monica Rambo Photon Number One by Eve Ewing and Michael Starr Maria. Good Brian Stelfreeze freeze cover. I like that one. And then Fantastic the hidden four. hidden gems variant, very power pack reminiscent, if you ask me. Yeah, I can see that a hundred percent. Uh, Fantastic Four, that could be one. Ryan, Ryan North doing the writing. Maybe that's something that could log in and pull me back Fox. in. Film Moto. Very possible. All right. I like Peach Momoko, and I talk about her good, but I will also point out her bad. Do not like her take on the thing here for Fantastic Four number two. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big chin. That's a big chin. We're bringing Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur back for five issues. Heck yeah. Yeah. Rock's going to be happy about that. Mm-hmm. Dutana Conde cover is really cool, too. Dutan, Dutan Akande. Yeah. Very nice. uh, then we have the Just Spider-Man issue three, Slot and Bagley. Maybe that's... Maybe that's where I can get my fix. In slot we trust. We used to. We We used to. to. Or perhaps the deadly Spider-Man 305 by Taboo and Bierro. Probably not. Probably not that. What about Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Spider-Man Double Trouble number two? Probably not that one. All right. What about Murder World, Spider-Man number one by Jim Zub and Ray Fox with Fareed Kamari on art? The Murder World stream will not be stopped, and as its dwindling contestants grow more desperate, the wall-crawling web of death surrounding them begins to tighten, thwip-thwip. <laughs> mm, I like it. I like it. So we've got Punk Spider-Man, Spider-Punk, uh, Spider-Gwen, 2099. Is the other one up there in the corner? Probably that is. That's Ben Riley's new costume. 
maybe, maybe. Spider-Man: The Lost Hunt. J.M. Demetrius and Eater Messias doing a uh, like that Spidey on Spidey mounted. That's what Craven the Hunter does. He hunts yeah. and he mounts. Yeah. Your Twenty-four bucks. Planet Hulk World Breaker. Craig Pock doing that. He can go back to the well, we think. Maybe. maybe Sentinels not. versus Hulk. Is he caught in the X-World? Gary Frank and Jeff Shaw doing variants there. Alyssa Wong doing a Deadpool issue two of that. Sabretooth and Extreme X-Men and Namor and Wakanda, Tiger Division, I vetoed vehemently. Secret Invasion. I don't think I like that either. Doctor Strange. I guess that means the other Strange has ended. Must have. Oh. I haven't read the last one yet, but. Oh, we yeah, we talked about this last week because we talked about Tradmore and his stylistics. Yeah. All Out Avengers. We didn't care much for that when it launched. Look of it. Is that Hawkeye? I think so. Mm. Yeah. Carnage, Ram V, that didn't look that good. Exterminators, Leia Williams. Why are you? This is terrible. We're not, we're not happy. I believe this is much to do about nothing. I don't find some. We haven't got to Moon Knight yet. Maybe that's going to reignite me. New Mutants, I don't care. X Force, no. Wolverine. Captain America Sentinel Truth Uh, Kelly Thompson doing Captain Marvel Maybe I can circle back around to that I lost I jumped off for a while Maybe maybe I need to hop back on that Okay That was good I had some good moments Black Panther I don't think I liked it We got an Alex Ross cover though It's a very nice Alex Ross cover I like that I semi-enjoyed Ghost Rider by Ben Percy, so maybe I can give that another shot. Ghost Driver. Um, yeah, we're still doing Strange, Jed McKay's Strange, so issue nine. I enjoyed that. I got through an issue of Midnight Suns, but that wasn't for me. Not not into the Blade? Yeah, it's okay. Just all right. Uh, Savage She-Hulk, number one, facsimile. All right. At least we're back good in the timing. 80s. Yeah. yeah, good timing. And I do like the regular the regular Rainbow Rowl She-Hulk. It's pretty good. I enjoyed the Jack of Hearts storyline. That was fun. Terry Dodson cover is actually really good on She-Hulk. Moon Knight hits issue 18. No, you're not going to skip over this. That up. Garbage Punisher, where they're trying to shoehorn this ugly symbol still into it. People hate it. Go back. Yeah, I dropped this book. Probably because of you just constantly harping on about the yeah. logo. You're either a Mandalorian or you're not. Stop trying to be. <laughs> Speaking of Mandalorian, 
I have not watched Andor, but I've been hearing great things. I've heard nothing but good, too. Um, My buddy at work who's a Star Wars guy that I always talk to, he's on vacation, so when he comes back, I'm going to catch up so we can talk about it. Have you watched it? No, but I'm going to be current when he comes back from work. Oh, you just won't sleep. Yeah. You know, we've done this before. (laughs) Damage Control and Thunderbolts ends at issue five. I read both of those first issues. They were pretty good. Wrapping them up before the end of the year. Daredevil. I enjoyed Daredevil. Okay. Still a woman. That's another good one. That one's fun. Uh, Shang-Chi, no. Savage Avengers, no. I thought that one ended. Uh, Origins of Marvel Comics, Marvel Tales number one by Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko. Four of the cornerstone issues that ushered in the Marvel Age of Comics in one unbeatable package. Fantastic Four, number one. Amazing Fantasy, 15. X-Men, number one. And Avengers, number one. All in a facsimile package, I guess. Cool. But not a facsimile, because it's not the same cover. So, Right. New cover. New cover. But the stories are there. That's kind of neat, right? Yeah. I mean, do you have those four keys? You do not. No, but I would not want them in a repackage. I would want them individually with their own actual legit-looking cover. And I definitely would not want this with a cat cover. Yeah, and and they're from the 60s. Yeah. Um, I've read some Spidey from that era, and I don't think it's that great. <laughs> I like to. I like some modern storytelling. Hmm. Also, I don't like the co- the bottom of Spider-Man's foot on this cover. It's really going to give me nightmares. It's a little wide. It's, it's a little clubfootish. It's a little Poor cloven guy. hoof. What is up with them? Yeah. Spider-Man is part Billy Goat. Is that Nick Bradshaw's cover? <laughs> I think it is. Oh, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> now, Predator's been good. This Ed Brisson Predator has been really, really good. So I like it. Yeah. Another good one. I bet you Alien's good. I just didn't read it because I was reading. It's just such a good cover. I can tell it's Bjorn Barons from the get-go. They're so, so good. It's really nice. I just want that cover. I don't care. I won't even open this book. I just want that cover. Just, yeah. That's just part of the Xenomorph problem. murder. Part of the problem, people like you. You're, yeah, you're yeah. Dark. All right. Star Wars, The High Republic, The Blade, Two of Four, Charles Soule, Marco Castiello. Jedi Master Porter Engel it has journeyed with his sister Barash to a planet on the Republic frontier in response to a desperate request for aid. They are certain they will succeed. No one in the galaxy fights like Jedi Porter Engel. No warrior can stand against him. No one even comes close. They are certain until they see what awaits them. Dun, dun, dun. I think I think Werewolf by Night comes out today. Hey. And yeah, I think Werewolf by Night is out on uh, Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I I saw a bunch of people saying Werewolf by Night is really good. Yes. Man, I'm so behind. I haven't finished She-Hulk. I have not been in in a, in a watching mood lately. I've been. It sucks. I need to get into a watching mood. Yeah, I need 
out time, man. Got to carve out time. All right, you know me. I love Star Wars. Yeah. You do. But can we really tra- can we really stamp something? It has been 20 years since Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Is that an anniversary? Yeah, I think I think it's an anniversary of the second prequel movie. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Did we did we add some money to the cost of the comic? Yeah, I think we did just to get that little uh, emblem there. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. So one of the worst movies in the series is coming up on 20 years old. Congrats. Congrats. Good for you. Good Phil Noto cover off for Yoda. What in the world is the travel variant cover by David Lopez on Hidden Empire 2? Um, what do they do? <laughs> do they get somebody get married up on the Yeah, court? that's not a Star Wars cover. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Who's the the Raza cover for The Mandalorian number 6? Which what character is that? That is uh one the droid, one of the droids that's running around with him. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Bill Burr cover. I like that. Mandalorian 6. You got Bill Burr on the cover there. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, it's from that episode. Since we know that, unfortunately, the Mandalorian comic is just a rehashing of this. This is the prison ship episode. So dumb. So dumb. This is a cash grab. The worst. I mean, of all yes. the cash grabs, it's the worst cash grab. So remember that uh, Homie goes down into the prison ship to help them, and he leaves Grogu up in the ship, and Grogu gets attacked by that bot that's supposed to be the pilot, the run, the yeah. getaway pilot, and that's what yeah. you see. That's the Raza cover. Okay. Is that uh, that droid that's trying to take him out? And Solo and Chewbacca gives us another Attack of the Clones 20th anniversary variant to make you happy. <sighs> 20 years since of episode two. Where were you 20 years ago when episode two came out? I was I was in the theater probably watching it actually. Which yeah I'm I'm yeah but like. So every Once. every iteration of Star Wars gets a 20th anniversary. So in two years, we're going to yes. do the Revenge of the Sith one. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool if Clone Wars gets itself an anniversary, but not <laughs> if Episode 2 gets an anniversary. It's interesting. Interesting angle that they're taking. They're not messing around. I do like a Grand Moff Tarkin cover, so I'm okay with Han Solo and Chewbacca. Omnibuy and hardcovers and trades. Oh, my. Masterworks. Gallery editions. Oh, now, how do you think Marvel did wrapping up 2022? Um, They put a lot of money in trades it looks like uh, and a an event that will get um some of their more marvel zombie readers to 
cross over and buy everything of those 20 books. Um, we will see if the as per typical 20 issues of a uh, crossover should have actually been eight like normal. Yeah. Uh, and I think we know the answer, right? Yes. <laughs> we probably already know the answer. Very cool. All right. Moving on. Drew, let's head on over to our good friends at Comic Book Invest and see what is burning up the secondary market charts. Because we've looked at what's in the future coming up for our current events comic. Let's see what is catching fire. Ooh, and I already knew what number one would be. Why? Why is it, though? Todd McFarlane came out with Spawn Movie News the other day. Oh, and that and that yeah, propelled yeah. it? Yep. Oh. Todd McFarlane's Spawn number one. This book is so difficult to determine when it is, quote-unquote, hawk. The fact is a 9.8 are back up to over $225 when they had been settled around for 170 ish This book sells so many copies every single freaking week. There's another McFarlane book that did that for years, and then and the price never changed. You know, ASM 300. Drew knows all about that. Once prices finally started to move, they just continued on. Now, I'm not comparing Spawn number one to ASM 300, but similarities indicate that the ceiling on this book is actually probably even higher than where it's currently at. And, oh, Todd McFarlane announced a new director for the movie, and Jamie Foxx is still on board. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> At rank number two, Esom number one by Eric July and Cliff Richards is a $175 to $200 book, $50 buy-in months ago. As always, I do not discuss politics here. The fact is, people want this the same way the people on the other end of the spectrum wanted books tailored to them. I mostly want to know if the writing and the art are solid or not, and please don't review bomb me. That's beneath you. I don't know anything about that, so I don't know what, they're, what we're even talking about. But so you, you are unaware of what ESOM is? I don't know. Does it stand for something? I do not know. I'm going to look it up because I'm actually very curious. I'll just go ahead and read Dark Ride number one from Tom Whalen, a variant, one per store variant from Josh Williamson, my boy, with art by Andrea Bresson and Adriana Lucas. 80 to a hundred dollars a play on Disneyland called Devil Devil Land. Why is it called Dark Ride in number three? But it's actually Devil Land, the comic that's dumb. Uh, play on Disneyland isn't the worst way to sell books for my money. I'd want the Little Mermaid one in 25 by Forstner and Speaks. Okay, so it's Devil, it's Devil Land, the scariest place on earth, and this is. Dark Ride number one within that. Okay. Josh Williams then is doing. Yeah, I missed this one entirely. I have no idea. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, did you find out what you're looking for while I was meandering down what Devil Land was? Yeah, I think it's very anti SJW, I think, is its big thing. Gotcha. We're not politically correct, guys. Yeah. Gotcha. So I left off at four. You you did man thing. 
I did not do Man Thing. I left. Uh, at rank four, we have Man Thing, number one from 1974. Steve Gerber, of course, not the writing on that. Don't think you can go wrong with Man Thing or Giant Sized Man Thing, although your partner may disagree. Hey, hey. 9.0s for $400, 7.0s for just 240 The Werewolf by Night show appears to be a massive success already, opening up many of these characters to the general public and future use by Marvel. At rank five, we have Batman, number 126, the Taylor Kirkham New York Comic Con variant, limited to 1,000 comics, already getting 120 to 140. Just for you all, we put all the New York Comic Con variants at the end of the list. This follows all other Kirkham battle covers. Guess anyone wanted to see these, Bruce? All right. Everything else in this list is a New York Comic Con cover. So, Batman, 120. Eight Billion Genies, 100 bucks. Star Wars Visions. Uh, which is a nice, really nice cover. Uh, 80 bucks. Superman 75, the red foil, is over 80 bucks. The Boys, which was limited to only 250, is 80 to 90 bucks. And uh, the Tiago da Silva, Batman 128, is 80 bucks. So most of us couldn't get those, so they're slightly irrelevant. Yeah, who cares? Garbage Pail Kids. Origins, number one, the Nat Jones zombie variant, Drew, limited to 420 going for 20 to $25. Lots of these have sold to the point that none are available anywhere close to the sold price. Adam Bomb is definitely a classic Garbage Pail Kid, one of my favorites. Thanks to Topher for the heads up on this one. And our other honorable mention, Spook, number nine by Varios, a CGC 5.5, sold for $1,800 this week, virtually the same price as a 7.5 sold in 2019. Even if you saw this book from like 30 feet away, you would know that it's an LB Cole cover. The little narrative is a horrible, the little narrative is a horrible thought, though. At least as hot as the monster looks, you'd melt in like a second and a half. Do you think Topher is his real name or his actual name is Christopher? And it's Christopher. Like, Nobody is named Topher. And he said, just call me Topher. And I, do you think he's like a dick? Yeah. I don't know any Tophers yeah. that aren't dicks. Yes, correct. So, shout out to Topher, the D-bag over at uh, CBSI. <laughs> <laughs> you have a terrible name. So I'm getting in trouble for going against Ben Riley. Yet you just called an actual person out for his name. <laughs> You're just sticking to fictional people. I don't know. I mean, Topher, come on. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's. I agree. Your name's Chris. And you're just as normal as everyone else. <laughs> All right, buddy. FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last little bite at the apple and try to get things on our order and ready to rock. I am going to be heading over to Linear Distributions and seeing what FOC has for the night. That's going to be, I'm sorry, due on the ninth for my DC yes. books. Yes. What we got here? Just some gorgeous Gabrielle Delato mm-hmm. Batman covers, Matina covers for Batman 129. That Jorge Jimenez covers great. There I is a foil sure. cover reminiscent of the 90s for Batman 2. If you want all the foil that's pretty cool but i'm guessing they're all going to be bent <laughs> you don't think it's uh gonna be a pristine 10.0 no i don't it's possible batman and the joker uh, the deadly duo i'm not allowed to pick ratio variants but i very much like the mark Silvestri sketch of harley i read the um backup the the preview pages for this and it looks mm-hmm. um it's a 
it's definitely Sylvester. You recognize Sylvester yeah. um, drawing Batman, which is kind of cool. You haven't seen that, so like I like they're putting some some ratios behind it too. There you go. Which one did you like? The the cover, the one in fifty, the uh, Harley sketch. I just think it's a very good looking cover. The black and white. Yes. Ugh. That's terrible. The other thing I like. Your opinion sucks. The opinions of Kyle do not necessarily (sighs) format the opinions of comics for fun and profit, nor do any other Topher's really offend me in any way, (laughs) shape, or form. I apologize for my brother. He's a bit of a douche because he knows he's going to be sleep deprived tomorrow. Uh, I'm I'm tired already. Batman (laughs) Urban Legends number 21, the cover A, Michael Cho. Tell me the homage. Uh, is that Speed Racer? I think so. I like it. Speed Racer homage kind of looks dope. I think let's go with that. And I also like the cover B, Jorge Fornes. Oh, and we get another Batman Urban Legends. For some reason, I thought it was over, but I guess it's not. Mm. Cool. And Billionaire Island comes back with Cult of Dogs. That's cool. I don't think I finished the last one. I did. Yeah. No, I think I finished that one. I finished that one. Dark Knights of Steel, number eight. Tom Taylor continues on for that one. A really good cover there. Yeah, J.G. Jones doing a cool cover. J.G. Jones with a very good one as well. Raphael Albuquerque doing something interesting. His cover. And D, what is, yeah, what is that? Is that like a Where's Waldo type thing? I don't know. It's really neat, though. It's very yeah. detailed. And that's not normally Raphael Albuquerque's style, is it? Correct. Not that I know. He's normally not. Um, I like it, though. Undead Gods. Dan Warren doing a really good uh, cover there with what's-his-face on the dark side. I don't know who the um, 1 in 25 Matina is, but that's pretty interesting. J.G. Jones knocking it out of the park again on the Flowers for Henry cover. Yeah. When sickly young Henry Brixton befriends a ghost named Edwin, he discovers the world his father shielded him from. Victorian London. But as their friendship grows, Henry learns that his newfound freedom comes at a price. In this gorgeous one-shot comic features a stunning watercolor cover by J.G. Jones. And, I mean, Gotham City Year One is, like, so tailor-made for me. Mm-hmm. All three of these covers are awesome yeah. in their own right. I love the Phil Hester. I love the Cully Hamner. And this Natalie Sanders. Person. Yeah, that is going to be a top ten book. I call That's it. really, really Suzemayaki style. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Interesting. That's awesome. But yeah, that book is just, that's just right up my alley. Okay. Again, I'm pointing out ratio stuff, which I know I'm not allowed to do, but Joker, the man who stopped laughing want, to the Matina 1 in 25 that's just showing the, the Rictus Grand decaying. Yeah. It's so good. And the just Lieber Mayo number two is really good. Dang. Good covers by DC. Yeah, you. You can't beat that. Just awesome. 
and poison ivy. Get another frizzin. Poison ivy. Frizzin's great, yeah. Nothing wrong with that Jessica Fong. But the frizzin's really nice. And is the one in 50 just her looking the other way? It's the same as the cardstock? Same exact. Place? I imagine it's virgin, but yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they took the, the... And put some foil weapon. on it. Yeah. And we get the um, Superman 75. People are excited about that overprinted book. <laughs> I have a couple if you want it from back in the day. Send your way. So much good stuff. I mean, would, would, I'm reading a lot of that. <laughs> reading a lot of reading a lot of that. Now most of it's Batman related, but I'm yeah. reading a lot of it. Those are some good books. Yeah. As we slide over and look at image. Yeah. Hell to pay number one. Charles Soul. The scoundrel college will give you magic, but you'll incur a debt until it's paid. You belong to them. Married couple M-A-I-A Maia and Sebastian Stone Took that deal They have worked for the college ever since Using their abilities to track down 666 cursed coins The devil dollars Can he strike it Again like he did with 8 billion genies Will hell to pay be will Will it Capture the imagination as well With that high concept I don't think it will. It's not as, I mean, when we read the solicit for 8 billion genies, we were like, that's pretty dope. You can do a lot with that. When I read this, I'm like, okay, this is a four issue series. Yeah. Gotcha. Chroma number one by Lorenzo de Felici imprisoned in a tower within the walls of Pale City, Chroma is believed to be the most evil creature alive next to Drew. But a chance meeting <laughs> with the mysterious orphan Zed creates minute. an opportunity for Chroma to escape her cruel, that is, if they can survive the strange dangers within the city walls and the monstrous threats that lie beyond. Ooh, look how many. Two, four, five covers for Walking Dead 50. Local, including a local comic shop day 2022 Walking Dead Deluxe 50 with oh. the OG oh, yeah. Charlie oh. Adler cover. I'm sorry, seven, seven, seven covers. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. And you I thought they'd be down to one by this time. You, I, I believe, made a bet with me. <laughs> I believe I lost that bet a long time ago. <laughs> uh, from Boom, we get Behold. Behemoth, number one. I can't pronounce that word over and over again. I hope it's a bomb. I hope it does terrible. <laughs> um, it's House of Slaughter's Tate Bromball bringing her, his first original series to boom alongside Red Heart <gasps> artist Nick Robles. You just heard me go, <gasps> um, boom, you're doing good things. Not only does this new Firefly, which is... Um, a continuation of River's story, which is one of my things I like the most. Um, what is River? Which one is River? The the pretty little one from the movie that it circled around. 
What's her like face? On the on the ceiling, could could, could stick to the ceiling. Was yeah, yeah well, we met her at. Uh, she was at that Comic Con we went to in Columbus too. I forgot her name all to, all of a sudden for some odd reason. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Um, and then this uh, Miguel Mercado cover on it. This cover B is awesome as well. So, uh, so this I is may, going to be an ongoing. I may put my brown coat back on for a while. Looks like. This this is pitch is an ongoing, right? Not a one shot. It's an eight dollar book, so Oh, okay. Maybe it is a one shot then. Yeah. But I like it. And that's all from them. Dark Horse, what are you gonna do for us? Oh, Survival Street's been good. But the first two of those, those have been fun. It was a high concept. Muppets meet post apocalyptic. I enjoyed it. IDW gives us what are they giving us? Star their Star Trek Resurgence. True Cult um, or Travel Cavalt, <laughs> depending on uh, I pronounce it True Cult um, because there is a cult in it, so yeah. I think that's probably why. I don't know why the bees, but it's really good. Really, really good. If you ever worked retail, um, <laughs> you you get it. You get some. You, I never worked fast food, but it sure feels authentic to me. And a lot of laugh out loud, loud moments and really good, solid writing. There we go. Down into Marvel. Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 13. Is that an AVX crossover? No. Not yet. Yay! Hobgoblin's story comes to a chilling end. Of course, we have AXE Judgment Day. I would say AVX. It's actually AXE, isn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. AXE. My bad. I think I know. I was saying AVX. Black Panther Unconquered, number one. There's that. Fantastic Four launch. Yeah. Ryan North. I I think that I think that can be good. Oh yeah. Definitely. Local comic ship ship uh, local comic shop day twenty twenty two. Amazing Spider Man thirteen. Uh the Mobili variant. Very cool. I like those comic shop comic book shop days. Oh yeah. Moon Knights, or a new Mutant 98 facsimile after those two Moon Knights. Yeah, you can pick that bad boy up for $3.99. Get your first uh, first Deadpool. 92 is first Cable, right? Yes. That sound right? That or 85. Anything else in Marvel? No. Whatever Cherish is, it's a new number one from Dynamite. (laughs) 
Animosity trade. Whoa. That's wicked. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, I haven't seen a thing from Animosity in a while. Yeah, or Marguerite Bennett. Yeah. She's still in comics? Let's get some more from her, because I loved, 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 loved Animosity. Did you? Yeah. It was the beginning of the whole, you know, talking dog and just vengeful, murderous animal stuff, which kind of set a little bit of a trend. And in my mind, it's kind of started there. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Uh, Gatsby number one is a AWA book uh, by Jeremy Holt and Felipe Cunha. When a middle-class Singaporean student is invited to spend a summer on Long Island with his rich cousin, Tommy, before attending Columbia in the fall, his assimilation into the opulent American lifestyle straps him into a collision course Fueled by drugs, sex, deceit, and murder. Heyo. A little bit like The Graduate. Hmm. So, I like the look of it. There's only one cover. That's uh, got a lot of, lot of things for it. I'm liking. Nature's <laughs> Labyrinth number one from Mad Cave yeah. is... Um, the Zach Thompson book, Bailey Underwood doing some of the art, and Philia Brodekin on the cover, which is a really cool start cover. I like it a lot. Yeah, and then just down from that, we have From What Not Publishing, Ninja Funk, number one, with a David Mack cover. Written by JPG and Steve Schweit. Guardians of the Galaxy meets Borderlands is a Motley Crew. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. You're there. Resident Evil gets another comic. What in the Wizard of Oz by Zenoscope is going on? That is some sexy Dorothy stuff. All right. There's also a Resident Evil book. Yeah, that's what was, that was kind of intriguing me. The uh, Infinite Darkness beginning number one. Ah, based on the uh, Netflix series. Oh, okay. Did you watch that? No, people scared me away. Yeah, they were probably right. <laughs> I watched, I blew through it one day. Caught me in Drew. the right mood. Drew, this is the point where I ask you for your pick of the week. What is the one book to make sure you uh, will snag up? I'm going to go with AWA's Gatsby. And I'm going to go with What Not Publishing's Ninja Funk number one, the David Matt Cabaret. Ninja Funk. Ninja Funk. Let's head over to cover price. Yeah. All right. Cover prices, of course, another place we check out what the hottest books are going for on the secondary market. And let's start with rank 10. 
Wolverine number one from 1982. It took eight years for the Raging Canadian, a.k.a. Wolverine, to get his own series eight years and a limited series, no less. Less popular characters have debuted with more time, yet four issues didn't stop Wolverine from cementing his hold upon the comic fit. So, of course, we've got nothing but Wolverine and Deadpool here because of the Wolverine, the uh, teaser for Deadpool 3. So we've got Wolverine number one from 1982. CDC 9.8's going for $800 and $145 for Rawls. That's crazy. Yeah. Wolverine annual 99 number one from 1999. This is again another battle between two Weapon X projects. Uh, fair market value 23 bucks and CDC 9.8's going for 127 at rank eight, we have Wolverine number one from the 1988 series. Uh, CGC 9.8 is going for 550 dollars and $82 for Rawls. And we move on along for a second from the 2014 Disney Kingdom's Figment number one. Deadline recently reported that a Disney film is in the works featuring the character Figment, a small purple dragon who serves as the mascot to Epcot's imaginary pavilion in Orlando. The feature hails from Seth Rogen's Point Grey with Pokemon Detective Pikachu directors Dan Hernandez and Benji Samit set to write. So we wow. had 17 copies sell for this, uh, $30 for Rawls. And How little are, do you care about this? Not, none whatsoever. And there are ratios of 25 and 50 covers for this as well. Wow. New Mutants 98. We know this big dog. CGC 9.8s are $1,600. Rawls are $380. Wolverine number 155 from 2000. This is prime Rob Liefeld. Interior art, cover art, and writer. This book is all, has his name all over it. Fitting for the creator of Deadpool. Boy, does this bring his A-game with the epic cover and the all-along-the-watchtower storyline featuring yet another matchup between Deadpool and Wolverine. $275 for CGC 9.8 and Rawls going for 81 bucks. The episode or the issue right before this, Wolverine 154, more Lightfeld along the Watchtower, 140 for CGC 9.8 and FMVs for Rawls 24 bucks. The X Men Premium Edition Toys R Us number one from 1993. Huh. Yeah, you heard me right there. Several sources cite this as Deadpool and Wolverine's first meeting in battle from 1993. So we grabbed our copies and read them together as a team. First, it does appear to be in continuity, and it does feature the first meeting of Deadpool and the X-Men. Deadpool appears in nine panels as a member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and directly interacts with Cyclops and Gambit. However, and here's the kicker, Deadpool and Wolverine have no interactions verbal or physical with each other. Those points have created a gray area and left room for debate. Does this count? As they're in the same room together fighting, one panel shows Deadpool amongst the X-Men deciding to bow out of the fight, whereas Wolverine is in the distant background fighting the blob. So what do you think? Is this the first meeting? The market clearly favors, favors Wolverine 88 with a cool cover and a dedicated issue to both Deadpool and Wolverine talking and fighting. Yet, this book was still able to get significant traction due to its minor key status of officially meeting the X-Men. 
it doesn't hurt that this also had a much lower buy-in at around four dollars last week we tracked 43 copies sold high sale of 110 dollars for cgc 9.6 and you can get them for about 11 bucks true no, you love this kind of debate it's 88 it's wolverine 88 but this is their first this is their first meeting how do you get no, they, didn't meet. they didn't meet you're they saying meet. they had this whole different battle and they didn't meet no i mean all the people that I've that I've been in the same room with, I can't really say I've met them. <laughs> I just li- I just literally said we met Summer Glau because we were in the same room with her at. That's uh, true. That's <laughs> true. You did. Yeah. And Stanley, right? And Stanley, absolutely. Stanley. Yeah. Star Wars Doctor A for number twenty for the Ricky Yagawa cover. Star Wars lore is ever growing, giving the fandom more to research, talk about, and collect. As time passes, with the release of this book, we receive the first appearance of the Dark Seekers, members of the Sith who wield red lightsabers. M- many may confuse them with the Inquisitors, yet they stand apart. The Dark Seekers, Seekers are meant to protect the Sith from other threats instead of hunting Jedi, while also aiming to eliminate the Ascent, even worse bad guys than the Sith. $30. $17 if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. And Wolverine 88 from 1994. Oh, yeah. This is the one with the dope cover. CGC 9.8, $810. You might be able to get it for 115 raw. The fight. Probably with, that's probably the meeting on the cover, right? That's better. That's better than the Toys R Us thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely better. You got to go with that. At rank 11, we have Uncanny X-Force number one from 2010. Not a matchup, more of a team-up between Deadpool and Wolverine. 13 copies sold, uh, 20 bucks for a raw. We are milking this trend um, as much as we can. Another Wolverine 88, 25 copies, 160 for a raw. Uh, fair markets around $63. Uh, rank 13, we have Rogue's Gallery number one. Yeah. The Iron Man franchise's actor's production label, This Radical Act, has optioned Hannah Rose May's image comic book Rogue's Gallery in a competitive situation. Deadline has learned. Don Cheadle has a first look with industrial media and the plan is to adapt Rogue's Gallery into a TV series. Falling into the top spot two weeks in a row, uh, we tracked 15 copies of the high sale of 16 bucks for a raw. I rank 14. We have Star Wars Doc Afra 24. This was covered in the top 10. We meant, failed to mention that the character that graces the cover of this Chris Sprout variant, Lord Moman, relatively unknown in the wider community, Lord Moman happens to be a fan favorite and powerhouse among us. What did I point out as the coolest thing about this book? This Lord Moman cover. I called that. 40 copies sold. I sell 12 bucks. Really worth around 10. Uh, <laughs> rank 15, we have Batman Beyond the White Knight, number 5, 1 in 25. Blight is a major foe of Batman Beyond, has been since his early iterations. Better way to pay tribute than to feature him on the cover of this 1 in 25 variant. So Blight gets the cover, 26 copies sold. The high sale of thirty bucks for a raw. It's a one in twenty-five with a high sale of thirty dollars. Fantastic. 
That should definitely make a top 20. <laughs> rank 16. Wait till you Hulk. get to 19. Yeah. <laughs> at rank 16, the Incredible Hulk 449 from 1997. I got Using this. a bit of steam. We tracked 19 copies sold with a high sale of 300 for a CGC 96. But fair market near mints around $100. That's the first Thunderbolts, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, rank 17, we have West Coast Avengers number 46. Mr. Immortal's debut uh, in the last uh, episode of She-Hulk. Spoilers. Those of us who haven't seen it. Um, it's not the first appearance, but also... It's not only his first appearance, but also the first team appearance of the Great Lake Avengers, of which he was a member. Um, this had a high sale of 43 bucks. How many sold? 16 copies. How many copies of this you got? Uh, West Coast 46? I don't know. A couple. Probably a couple. Uh, rank 18, we have Hulk number one from 2008. Red Hulk back on our lists. Uh, 15 copies sold. High sale, 265 for a CGC 98. Brawls around $57. And at rank 19, we have Harley Quinn's 30th anniversary special. The Art Germ, 1 in 50, sold 16 copies. At a high sale of $100, but brawls are around 45 for a 150. <laughs> well. And that. 20. We have Edge of Spider-Verse number 4, the 1 in 10 Helen Chen design variant. Uh, 15 copies sold. High sale of $15. Near mints around 12. Couldn't buy those. Can't buy those for that much. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Alright. Tracking true. that. <laughs> we have scavenged FOC. We've looked through our previews and yeah. we've seen what the secondary market has. But the real reason everybody's here is to see what our sneak peek at next week is and what our books of the week are. So let's start with our good friends at Lunar Distributions and look at what DC is going to have to offer us on Tuesday. And I'm going to start talking about Batman Incorporated number one. And boy, do I like the Jorge Molina cardstock cover B. I'm going to be excited about this. Please be excited. Yes. Wait, wait. I'm in the wrong wrong. What am I looking for? Ten eleven, right? Ten eleven. Yeah. And I think dude, what which cover did I pick back in the FOC when I made this a pick? Was that was that the John Thames? Yeah. I think I picked the John Thames. But it had yeah, more people. I, I've kind of eliminated this from my choice. I'm not allowed to pick it twice. There you go. That's my rule. Batman versus Robin number two. Greg Capullo with a wonderful cover B on that one. Yeah, that was good. I like that first issue. Dark Crisis World without a Justice League Green Arrow number one. One shot. The cover D Nick Varelia variant is very cool. DC Terrors Through Time number one. The the B cover is the VHS cassette cover. Those are kind of neat. Yeah. Man, I can't you know, believe like, we're still talking like about Future goals. State. Yeah. More than I do. I don't see what Future State. I'm blown right by it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say I blame you. 
Okay, so then we move on to Image Books. Well, Scout Comics has West Moon Chronicles number one coming out of a three-issue series they have. Uh, Frank Jun Kim on the writing of this one, um, which is very interesting. Now we can, I apologize, head to Image. All right. A couple things. We got a new Reckless book from Brubaker and Phillips. This is called Follow Me Down, a new hardcover. Definitely worth it. They're all great. And Hack Slash gives me a, a short one shot, which would be fun. Especially if you're Hack Slash. Probably only if you're a Hack Slash fan. Will you enjoy this? Otherwise, you probably won't get what's going on. What's the book? Oh, yeah. there's Yeah, I see it now. Hack Slash Shorts. Yeah, I like um, it. Hitomi, number one. Um, HS Talk and Isabella Manzati. The feudal area era Japan thing. Really good. Peach Momoko cover B. Yes. Least we can do with some Stefan Sejic covers, which is gorgeous, gorgeous Stefan Sejic covers. I love them. Uh, new Love, Love Everlasting. Those first two issues have been great. And I get another Sejic cover there. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Which is always nice. Can't have too many. Mm-mm. Boom has the approach number one of a five-issue series. Jeremy Hahn and Jason Hurley. Oh, in this my turbulent, boys. yeah, in this turbulent new horror miniseries from writers Jeremy Hahn, which we know from Red Mother, and Jason Hurley, which we know from The Beauty, That's and artist. Jesse, Harry, yeah, I was gonna say that's where I know everybody from. From the Empty Man, a storm is coming that's bringing more than bad weather. When airport employees Mac and Abigail find themselves snowed in after a blizzard, they witness a terrible plane crash. After pulling a survivor from the wreckage, they realize a terrifying truth: this plane has been missing for 27 years. The nightmare has only just begun, though, as the people trapped in the airport soon find themselves confronted by what this plane actually brought back. For those with fear of flying, it's not the sky that deserves dread, but what lies beyond it. I love those guys. I don't know that I love that concept. I'm going to have to ruminate on that a little bit. The beauty was so good. Beauty was so good. Yeah. I loved it so much. So, but I mean, was it the concept really, really appealed to me? I don't really mm-hmm. love this concept a lot. Yeah, because you hate beautiful people. So that was like right up your alley. Right. Well, no. I mean, because I was a beautiful person. So that, that's why <laughs> it, it hit so close to home. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing in Dark Horse. You don't like that? Uh, oh, sorry, that's IDW. That Ferrero Poe cover for Team and T ongoing 133. That is cool. dope. Sure. So dope. Yeah, it looks pretty good. That's awesome. Marvel's going to give us uh, Amazing 11. Doesn't seem to be another crossover. What in the world is going on with the John Romita Jr. cover? Oh, he's got it's a mask.
Tamer, Submariner, Conquered Shores, number one. Who's doing this? This is Chris Cantwell. This is uh, ongoing. Must be part one. I don't know. I care about Namor. I don't know that I do. We have another Punisher War Journal. This one's called Brother. Interesting. And the easy softball pick of the week item, of course, Star Wars Higher Republic number one by Cave and Scott. A new chapter begins for Star Wars The Higher Republic. 150 years before the full the fall of starlight. Another beacon burns bright in the galaxy, a beacon of faith and spirituality. Is that over um, Star Wars Vision? What do you mean? What is Star Wars Visions? Number one. Star Wars Visions. Um, this is the samurai Star Wars thing. Oh. Yeah. Too weird. Yeah, so it's feudal Japan meets Star Wars. I don't it's 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 fun to look at. Let's just say that. Wakanda first issue, the art germ cover has my abs on it for some reason. I don't know how that happened. Wolverine one twenty Wolverine twenty five is a very good cover. Celebrating 25 issues of Logan's latest run, the AXE tie-in. <laughs> At a buck. Got the yeah. 25. <laughs> we made it to 25. Give us another dollar. That's Give me fun. another dollar. Uh, haven't heard anything about this 007 book. We've been burned too many times. Ninjets continues on. Ninjets with a ton of cover. That's pretty cool. Including a cosplay. Scarlet Sisters gets a one-shot. Scarlet Sisters. Did I read Scarlet Sisters? I might have. Why would you read Scarlet Sisters? I don't know. It was like a lot of dynamite books I was always sampling. They had some good stuff back in the day. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Honest Ossifer. Back in those small publishers, I'm finding some. Odd things, but exactly a spec worthy book. Far. You were excited about Chicken Devil, weren't you? What was that me? One of us was. I thought it was a pretty cool looking book. One of us picked it during the FOC round, if I recall. Yes, that was me, because it's an aftershock book. Aftershock book. I very much thought it was looking. It's Brian Bruchiletto. Yeah. Far Cry gives us Esperanza's Tears, number one. From Ablaze. Eyeball, number two, from Ahoy. Oh, they collect the Joneses as a trade from A to B. That was a good book. I enjoyed that. Looking forward to another volume of that down the road, I hope. I'd like to revisit those characters again.
Year Zero, Volume Zero, number one. Year Zero was the first uh, book I was kind of gravitated towards with uh, up, er, AWA. Yeah. Um, and this is That's the third right. iteration, but they, it looks like they're going back and doing uh, the the fr- before that first they're set. Prequeling it. Yeah. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Interesting. Like Interesting angle to do. Yeah. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one book to make sure you go to your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday and maybe even Saturday or whatever day for, uh, <laughs> you comic you book want. store day is uh, that you just have to get because it's going to be the next big book, Drew. What do you got? I'm going to have to go with my beauty boys, Han and Hurley, with the approach. There you go. go with them. Then I will go with Star Wars High Republic, number one from Marvel. Do you have a uh, going cover A? Yeah. Yes, cover A. With a special shout out to uh, Salem the Cat from Archie Comics. Salem the Cat, number one, by Cullen Bunn. Because if you've got Cullen Bunn writing, uh, I'm actually very interested in this book, so... That was quite possible. I can get this thing cranked out tonight and get I can get six hours of sleep before work in the morning. Oh, great great job, Kyle. Way to bring yeah, it home. Is... <laughs> Don't say I never did nothing for you there, brother. <laughs> uh, we thank you so much for reaching the end of the podcast with us. Find us at Patreon, Comics Front and Profit. Be part of the Slack. Some of these arguments we've already had and I've already lost, believe it or not. <laughs> so. <laughs> Everybody, T's and P's for Drew this weekend as well, as he uh, gets very little sleep and will be relying completely on completely on coffee. So for Drew and for myself, see ya.